Welcome to Tackless Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Bring it in, bring it in, bring it on in. Uh, welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between to Tackless Radio. And I am B Bad. Welcome back, freaks, <clears throat> to another episode. And I know you all were just in a vibey mood. That is actually one of my favorite songs by the internet. First of all, I love the internet, it is a band. Sid is a phenomenal lead and come over is just one of those like very vibey, sultry, smooth, just like calm songs to just kind of like take the stress away. So that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm just trying to melt all the stress away because it's been a couple stressful weeks of work and I just needed to like listen to something to just bring me down and pull me to the ground and ground me a little bit and just, you know, make me feel relaxed. And the internet has a way of doing that to me. So I'm going to go ahead and shift over to shit I saw. So we're going to take it over to Instagram and Dominique P reposted this video from TikTok which is so crazy. I feel like I see videos from TikTok, but never actually on TikTok. Like I see videos on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, but I don't see TikTok videos on TikTok. So she reposted a video from TikTok and it's a guy. He's doing five different type of dances. And the caption to the video is different dudes when they get in twerked on. And you have the cool one who's just standing there with drinking his hand, just watching you throw that ass back. You got the dancer, the guy that do a little two-step with you. You know, his knees work too. He'll keep up with you. 
You got the humper who's just literally grabbing your hips and just going wop, 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 just humping the entire time. You got the guy who can't handle it. You know, his homies are standing behind him, holding him up while you throw that ass back. And then you got the guy that's trying to call you over because he's trying to put you on too. I thought this video was absolutely hilarious because being a millennial, I remember those juke parties. And being from Chicago, I definitely have ran into all five of these different type of dudes while I'd be at the rink or at a party or at somebody's kickback. Like it's always one of these type of five guys. So what we're going to talk about is which one of these five guys you would rather throw your ass back on. The cool one. Personally, I like the cool one. The cool one's one of my favorites because it just allows for me to be the star of the show. I don't need you doing a whole bunch of extraness. I am the extra. I'm extra enough. I just need you to be a pretty centerpiece while I do all of my tips and tricks and throw that ass back. You know, my knees is working. I'm finna do that like see or ride it, little scoop scoot. Like I just need you to stand there and look pretty, I got this. The cool one is, is it works for me. Some girls don't like the cool one because it's too in their heads. Like it doesn't seem like they're having fun. It doesn't seem like they want to have fun with you. You just seem like a nuisance to them because they're not really like interacting with you. And a lot of girls want you to interact with them, which brings me to the dancer. The dancer is also a favorite of mine. And this is why I am a dancer. And if you too are a dancer, oh, then we are in a relationship until the end of the party. Like any song that comes on, I'm looking for you and you better be looking for me because we about to turn this bitch out because I love dancing. I love being able to be in the circle or do a soul train line or just be able to put myself on display. I've been doing it since I was three. So if you... Our dancer too, and we can kind of match each other's energies. That is perfect. That is perfect. But with matching energies, that brings me to the third one, which is the humper. Yo, that nigga is annoying. Ladies, do you agree? I hate me a humping ass motherfucker like just let me go like why why do you have to be so aggressive like why do you have to be so aggressive like I pro it this can't feel good to you it doesn't feel good to me so this can't feel good to you like why are you doing the absolute most right now let me go that hurts I'm trying like I'm not twerking anymore like do the humpers not understand that when you do that she's no longer able to like twerk and you really aren't getting any pleasure out of it because it looks absolutely painful like what do you get out of being the humper that's really what I want to ask all the men who are out there humping and being the third motherfucker like what do you get out of humping a girl when you at a party it, it's giving me juvenile. It's giving me six. It's giving me you and your pillow and the first time you masturbated. That's what it's giving me. So can you all please just stop being the humper? I mean, we grown grown now. So it, I, 
I would be shocked to get any man on the dance floor now. You got bad backs, bad knees, bad hairlines. Like, it'd be a shock for you all to be any of these five today. I get it. We all old as fuck. But please do not be the humping, thumping ass nigga on the dance floor if you do choose to hit a dance floor. Which then brings me to number four. The guy who just can't take all the ass, it's kind of like he's annoying, but he comes from a good place. Where the thumper is not coming from a good place, don't like it, hate it, moving the fuck on. But the guy who can't handle that ass, it's kind of like an ego stroke for ladies. It's like, it really is. You know how like they always tell women, oh, you got to stroke his ego, da, 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 da. When I'm throwing this ass back and you can't handle it, that's an ego stroke for me. (laughs) (laughs) that's an ego stroke for me. Yes, he can't take it. His niggas can't take it. Can't nobody handle this ass. I'm the HBIC in this bitch. He know it. His friends know it. And I'm throwing his ass in a circle. Now everybody know it. (laughs) But on the flip side, you got to be careful with these types because they are, If they really can't handle the ass and they really are struggling and their friends are really holding them up, bless his heart. You know, it's an ego stroke for us. He got into a situation he wasn't prepared for, you know, learning lessons. He'll know for next time how to handle all that ass. But sometimes they're a little mischievous and the friends just go ahead and lay that nigga on the floor. And now you doing the whole cry baby and it's just went from five to nine like on the on the freaky scale like we wasn't trying to go that route we wasn't trying to be doing all of this <laughs> I was just trying to throw that ass in a circle how did I end up on the floor and you know then ladies we normally have to make a decision are we gonna turn it out and stay on the floor and do the Sierra ride it Or we going to get up and be like, "Uh uh-uh, you got me out here acting unusual. We're not doing all of this right now. That's too much of a show and nobody is paying me. I get it. (laughs) But they lay his ass on the floor just because it's a 50-50 chance you might go ahead and just, you know, keep the party going. That's what they banking on. That's what they banking on. And I don't like giving niggas things that they want. So I get up. But there are times if I'm in the mood and we at like a little intimate kickback or something, I might put it down. It depends. It's my choice at the end of the day, damn it. But men typically at least try to put their homie in the situation so that he could have a pretty good opportunity, which you pick in the other 50%. Which brings me to the last motherfucker. The one that calls his guy over to try and get some. Hate that nigga too. Absolutely hate it. Giving me creeper vibes. Big, big creeper vibes. And I've had that situation happen before. Like, you know how ladies, you get catfished and you can get hatfished. Those niggas are also dance fished because a lot of times ladies, and we've been there before, but you know, you at a party, people grabbing you or whatnot, trying to see if you want to dance with them. And we will look in your face directly all the way down to your shoes and back up because we don't want to be the charity case of the night. Y'all, ladies, you all know. Like, oh, he ugly or he hasn't really been dancing with a lot of ladies and 
you know, he grabbed on me a couple times and he's saying really cute things. I'ma just though, you know, give him a quick 10 second dance, you know, make his night, make his night. And then move on to the nigga I actually want to dance with. We've been there before. So we will look at you because we're like, oh, if you cute, fair game. Yeah, I'm finna throw this ass in a circle all night. Yeah, if you dance and I dance too, we partners until the end of the night. Like we typically do look back, look you up and down in your face and be like, oh, he's cute. Okay, let's go. But after the song ends, I look up and there's a completely different nigga standing behind me. That ain't the nigga I picked to dance with. The old bait and switch. What the fuck? Frustrating, upsetting, creeper vibes all around. If I am dancing with you, don't call your nigga over here to dance as well and then switch out. I want to know who the fuck I'm dancing with. Uh Uh-uh. We not doing the pass around thing. Uh-uh. I want to make sure whoever I'm dancing with is who the fuck I want to dance with. If I wanted to dance with your nigga, I would have danced with him or he would have had next. But you don't get to like facilitate this exchange, my nigga. This is not import exports. No, I'm not fucking doing that with y'all. Back the fuck up. <laughs> I hate those type of dudes. So out of the five, you got ladies that love the cool one. You know, just be a little centerpiece. Let me steal the show you got the dancer one of my personal favorites you got the thumper no hell no hate it (laughs) fuck that guy and typically the thumpers are the ones that are upset that they can't dance so they feel like that is what they can do to try and circumvent the fact that they know you throwing all that ass and they typically would be the fourth guy who can't handle the ass, but they don't want to look like they can't handle the ass. So they just try and pump the ass into a wall. It's so ridiculous. Unless you're Caribbean, that thumping shit, please don't do it. Please just, just don't do it. The guy who can't handle the ass, you know, bless his heart. You know, he'll learn eventually how to handle ass. But if he try to lay himself down on the ground, ladies, you know, get the fuck back up. And then the last guy, put him in jail. Fuck him. Put him in goddamn jail. Hate those guys. The fucking bait and switch. Dance fishing ass motherfuckers. Y'all are out here. Hat fishing and dance fishing. Can't take you niggas nowhere. Hate it. So yeah. I thought that was a pretty interesting post. Um, Because being a girl from Chicago, you know, them sweaty ass house parties used to be (sighs) lit. I miss them, man. I miss just a good old basement house party <laughs> where you just lift your shirt up you get to roll it like the footwork and battles like oh <sighs> you miss it you miss it so I know I just crucified a whole bunch of men in the way they dance at parties but at the end of the day I truly miss parties <laughs> and skating rings and flaming hots and all that Chicago shit one day we'll get back there. One day. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Welcome back, beautiful, to Random Realities. And because it is still Women's History Month, I want to make sure that I am shouting out this badass Black woman by the name of Emily Ford, who has made history as the first known Black woman to hike Wisconsin's 1,200 mile ice age trail in the winter time. Yes. First of all, I am a 
big supporter of black girls doing shit that people think black girls should not be doing. Hiking, skiing, snowboarding, camping, snowmobiling, all that shit. Scuba diving, anything that has to do with water, like cut the malarkey. Black women can do anything we fucking put our minds to, like hike into Narnia and back. And I would love for us to get more outdoors and for us to get into the more, well, I'm not going to say that um, because black people are still very skeptical of nature. That's why we're not necessarily always caught up in a bear attack, but y'all feel me. Y'all know where I'm trying to go with this. She just made history as the first known black woman to hike this ridiculous, long, icy ass trail. She is a Minnesota native, an avid hiker, and a gardener. So clearly her and outside are one. They are two peas in a pod. And she felt inspired to hike the trail after the murder of George Floyd because she felt at this point she wanted to do something bold to contribute to the movement for equality by being the first black woman to complete this ridiculous trek. She's 28 years old and spent 69 days hiking the rough terrain all the way from Michigan to St. Crux Falls, Wisconsin, carrying a 60-pound pack the entire time. She also brought her dog with her. I know me, if I was doing something crazy like this, I would need company. I would need somebody to talk to, at least somebody to look out for me and have my back. So I too would probably be bringing a dog. I don't have a dog, but if I was going to do something like this, I would get a dog. And the dog is gorgeous. It's a cute, cute, like, it looks like um like a Labrador. Like, I definitely would not be taking no, like, tea pot poodle or nothing on this type of trip. I'm definitely taking me a big ass dog. So if it sees some shit, it can handle some shit. You know what I mean? So I just want to say shout out to Emily for doing 16 miles a day with average temperatures below 30 degrees at all times. (laughs) Falling below zero at a couple of those times. I have it. I just would love to know what she was thinking the entire time she was pushing her mental, her physical, her emotional self forward to get this trail completed. It it takes a lot of strength and different facets to really complete something like this. And I just want to say shout out to Emily for completing it, getting it done, doing it for an amazing cause to push forward equality in this country by bringing awareness to an issue that is affecting all black people in this country to this day. I super duper appreciate Emily being like, you know what? I know what I love. I know that I am going to use what I love to bring awareness to a bigger cause. And that's how I'm going to do it. Cause see, this is what I want to tell you all. Not everybody needs to be on the front line of a protest to see change happen. You do not need to be someone who is in front of police and trying to get through a barricade, getting tear gas thrown at them, getting bailed out of jail. If that is not your thing, that doesn't have to be your thing. But we all have 
something that we can do to contribute to change in this country. And you have to figure out what that is going to be for you. Emily was able to figure it out for herself to bring awareness to the injustices happening in this country so that she could use her platform to speak on George Floyd's name. You all got to figure out what you need to do for the same. Whatever your cause is, push it forward. Bring awareness to it. Use the platform that you have, whether it is big or small, to bring awareness to an issue that you care about. And it doesn't mean that you need to be donating to all these big not-for-profits or being on the front line of a protest. Figure out how you can retweet or share or start a conversation when it comes to changing something that you deem is wrong and creating the country and the world that you want to live in one day, that you want your grandchildren to live in one day. It just takes one. (laughs) And I feel like I've said it already. It's the fourth episode, but I already feel like I've said it already on this podcast. But it just takes one, just takes one, one person to say, you know what? I'm over this shit. What can I do in my space, in my immediate space, in my community, at home even? What can I do that will enact change for tomorrow? And then you get your ass up and then you do it. Simple as that. So kudos to Emily. I cannot imagine being outside and below zero weather for that extended amount of time. Like, I don't like being cold. I'm anemic. I'm always cold. I got a heating pad and a heating blanket on me at all times. Kudos to you, girl. Thank you so much for using your platform to show up for George Floyd, using your platform to speak out about police brutality, using your platform to speak about the injustices against Black people in this country. Love you. Happy Women's History Month. Hey, cousin, come on in and sit on down. And we are back to the tactless topic of the week. And this week, I'm just going to jump right into it because you motherfuckers have been getting on my goddamn nerves. And this is what you all have been doing to grind my gears. Now, I know a lot of the women are going to feel me on this. I have had numerous spurts of being single. And I find those spurts to be moments of clarity, times of reflection, and just moments to myself to really learn about myself. I find the times that I am single to be growth periods, very beneficial. However, Society has this really weird relationship with single women. Just single women, though. Like, society and single men, they typically tell them that the world is their oyster. They can do no wrong. They can literally fuck whatever they want to fuck, do whatever they want to do, and have the time of their lives until their dick doesn't work anymore. And then they want to find some cute woman to settle down with and start a family. But it is not the same messaging for women for some reason. It's like I am less because I have no attachment to some man like that is supposed to make me less because I don't have some 
connection to a man. And this is what I really mean when I say all of that. It's like women who live their lives for themselves are just so dangerous to society because you can't control a woman who knows her worth and you can't control a woman who can basically take care of herself and you can't control a woman who is going to achieve whatever the fuck she wants to achieve and not let anything stand to her way. Society's it's scared of that kind of woman. We are creating more and more of those women as time and time goes on, as they slowly and slowly peel back the layers of patriarchy. But it is so interesting how comments that are meant to be derogatory are like, yeah, let's see if that mindset gets you a man. Or let's see if having those high standards gets you married or a ring. Or let's see if you not cooking meals every day and sucking dick every night keeps your man because some other bitch is going to do it if you don't. Like the threat of me not getting a man because I am single is then like, bestowed upon me which is so interesting because it's like baby I don't think you realize that that is not a really good threat you can't threaten me with a headache you can't threaten me with a pain in my ass you can't threaten me with a chore or an extra responsibility or something to watch after and think that I'm just going to be like, oh, darn it, let me get my act together so I can get that back. No, men are taxing and tiring. Statistically, women who are married die sooner than women who are single, where it is literally in the inverse that men who are married live longer than men who are single. So you society. I'm sorry. It's just not, it's not a threat anymore. It is, it's definitely one of those things where you all want to be like, oh, you just going to be a lonely bitch. Yes. I'm going to be a lonely bitch before I tolerate some bullshit just to say I have a man. How about that? I rather, I rather be that lonely ass cat woman before I tolerate some bullshit just to say I am married just to say I have children and I am a mother or I have a man. Because honestly, it is not a trophy. (laughs) It's not a hill to die on, sis. No, it is not a hill to die on. It's not. It's not. I'm, it's not, it's not the campaign slogan it used to be. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just rather not at this point. So I say all that to say that being single should not be looked at as some type of detriment or some type of like hell to live through. And I will only be saved from it if some man deems me worthy enough to put a ring on my finger. That is absolutely asinine to think that y'all are that important. <laughs> First off, <laughs> the fuck? The fact that you think you dictate my happiness. The fuck? The fuck? Like, Sometimes really would love men for you all to just humble yourselves a couple notches down sometimes because nah, bruh, it is not, you're not that important to me anymore because of like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 
I am able to start taking back some of those rights that you all did not let us have. So even when men are like, well, you all are independent and got y'all equal rights and da, 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 da. You have to remember that women weren't able to even have bank accounts until about like 50 years ago. Like that's still a new thing for a lot of women just on top. So just imagine how much men in general, regardless of race, but just men in general have been able to just be so much more further along the line financially than women because women weren't even able to have mortgages and own homes and have a bank, like a bank account or a credit card or a savings. Like that's why we had to attach ourselves to men because how else were we going to be able to live somewhere? How else were we going to be able to sustain our just a, a minimal decent life? If you can't even own a bank account. So when all of y'all are out there like, oh, they don't stay together like they used to. They don't, you know, my grandmom and my granddaddy 65 years, like people don't work through relationships like they used to. You right. Because now women have a choice to get the fuck up and get the fuck out. <laughs> because slavery is no longer a choice in some of these marriages. Cause that's what y'all really didn't want to know. That's really what your grandmothers. I I just want you all to understand that what, if you all are blessed to still have grandmothers or great grandmothers or great aunts, sit down and just actually ask them to be real with you because you will hear a side of your family's history that you probably didn't even know existed because bless my big mama, and may her soul rest in peace. I love her so much. But she was real with me. Okay. She was so real with me. And I appreciate that because I understand the matriarch of women that I come from. And we are strong and we are badass and we don't take no shit. She had to bust my great grandfather upside his head because he was cheating and put his hands on her. And my <laughs> big mama was like, oh, hell fuck no. And busted him upside the head with a cast iron skillet. And from then on, he has never put his hands on her ever again. But imagine if that was a situation and you could not leave that marriage. Because what if my big mama left? She would, where was she going to be able to go? With what money? With what security? With what housing? A lot of women just had to stay in really shitty situations because there were minimal options. But now we have options. And that whole put the stigma of like, oh, you're going to be a crazy cat lady and single all your life, baby. I honestly, okay, and <laughs> so, so what, what I'm supposed to be mad about that. I will literally get to see 101 not being married <laughs> where single men Oh my God, like 30 year old men. I don't know what it is. Let me just digress really quickly. 30 year old men. I don't know what it is, but like clearly, and I know this from experience and talking to my girls, women hit 30 and just like sexual peak through the roof. For some reason, men hit 30 and then like things just stop working for you all. I don't know what it is. Like y'all start to look three months pregnant. Y'all not working out like you used to. It just don't get up like it used to. It just don't stay hard like it used to. Like you all clearly have used your body up all through your 20s being little whores. 
that when we need you all to keep it going in your 30s, a lot of y'all can't keep up. It's ridiculous. It's it's like the toy does the job and I can basically provide all of my basic needs and wants. That means that for you to approach a woman like me, you're going to have to come a little harder because I can take care of my basic needs and wants. Okay. I don't need your money. That may require some additional introspection and internal work that you're just not ready to do. That means you might have to get yourself into therapy because I'm not going to be tolerating somebody screaming and cussing because you do not know how to handle your emotions because you cannot effectively communicate because you do not understand emotional intelligence because you like to gaslight and manipulate and try and trick others because you don't understand accountability. I am not going to deal with any of that. So therefore I'm not going to step down on my expectations of what I want in a partner because you can provide financially or because you can provide protection. Because if I can take those off the table because I can do that for myself, then what else can you provide? And baby, that's the place that a lot of y'all don't want to live. That's the question. A lot of y'all don't want to have to answer. So ladies, it's okay to be single. It's totally fine. Don't let these niggas trick you on being out here and enjoying your life. Because I'll tell you this, the happier you are, you radiate happiness. Happiness comes onto you. Do you realize that when you are single, you get dick discounts? Like, that's what I want a lot of people to understand that that's really why men are upset at single women, because we get dick discounts. And I know y'all are like, what the fuck? This is what a dick discount is. Because I am single. And men just literally want to hand you dick on a platter because men like to put themselves on platters and just offer dick up because they think it's a hot commodity. It's like, ooh, if dick was on the New York Stock Exchange, it'd be like three cents. Because <laughs> y'all just, I just want men to have more quality about themselves. I just want y'all to like, not just be throwing it at every single woman, just have some cooth, you know, just put it, you know, put it away, you know, value your dicks. But anywho, they'll give it to you because you're single, you're pretty, you got your shit together and you radiate happiness. You a bad bitch. You know it. They know it. Everybody in the room know it. And they want your attention. They want your affection. They want you to talk to them. So you get something that I would like to call moving forward now, a dick discount. Meaning if I'm at a bar with me and my girls, we're talking, chatting it up. And then all of a sudden, a free round of drinks come by. Oh, look, just got a round of drinks. Didn't have to pay for it. Dick discount. Oh, my goodness. I would love a pair of shoes. Like, my running shoes are super old, and I definitely need a new pair. But I just don't know which one to get. And some friend overhears me say that I need a new pair of shoes. And they're like, you know what? I have a connection at Foot Locker. He got a good discount uh, for new balances. I'll, I'll grab you a pair next time I'm there. Oh, for real? Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm, I'm so appreciative of that. Look, girl, I just got a, me a pair of shoes. Didn't have to do anything for it. Dick discount. And honestly, I hate to, 
I'm, you can get a dick discount and not do anything. A lot of times, and women understand this, you just be living your life to the fullest. And the universe is like, I'm going to cut my girl off. Boop, boop. And then some man just like takes care of the tab. Amazing shit. Dick discounts are awesome. Like you get amazing points on your dick discounts when you're single. You don't accrue as many dick discounts at a faster rate when you're in a relationship you know it's probably like zero or maybe like one (laughs) you know times the points but when you are single you and your discount points are through the roof girl trips around the world cars paid for in full tuition paid off you know that's what the niggas is mad about (laughs) that's what the niggas are mad about because I was literally looking through a Facebook thread and somebody asked the question, of course, am I ratchety ratch, black degreed single Facebook page that we've talked about? Someone asked the question, if you were to switch genders the next day, what is the first thing that you would do? Why did all the men in that thread said they would get a sugar daddy, they would find a trick or a john to pay their bills, to pay for shoes, to pay off their loans, to buy them cars? So it clearly told me that niggas understand that pussy gets you anything that you want. And if they had one, they are willing to use it in that way. So why be upset at the girl doing it? Because if you had it, clearly you would do the same. So be the supplier to the product and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am so ridiculous. <sighs> Ladies live your life because if you do, manless, you will live longer thrive look absolutely stunning all the way into your 80s and have no headaches clearer skin bigger ass (sighs) do not let no raggedy ashy man tell you that being single is a detriment or a curse because it is not he is just mad that you rather be happy by yourself then suffer with some basic ass nigga. Happy Women's History Month. <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way, what you want to eat? 